0: Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Know Your Role Player podcast. I'm your host, J215Forever. Follow your boy on Instagram, and on my IG page, you can find the Know Your Role Player podcast, hashtag K-N-O-W-Y-A-R-O-L-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R. The best way that you can listen to this podcast is by downloading the Anchor app, All right, even if you don't download the Anchor app, all right, if you just search Know Your Role Player, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, and many different platforms, you will find it, all right? This is back on nine platforms going on 12, hopefully by the end of the month, all right? All right, guys, welcome back to another episode, all right? Today is Wednesday, hump day, January 27th. We're going to get right into it. First things first, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I do want to make sure I say, um, uh, rest in peace to the great Kobe Bryant and all the, uh, all the 10 people that lost their lives on the helicopter crash one year ago from yesterday and also rest in peace to Sudeiko Smith. If you're not informed who Sudeiko Smith is, he had, um, a hang time podcast. He's been on NBA.com, a writer for them for a long time. He used to do the MVP ladder. Um, Probably one of, the, I wouldn't say one of the biggest influences of my life, but very one of the most most consistent, passionate writers. You know, I studied him for a long time trying to come into this industry, so uh, it's definitely tough, man. Um, I think he was forty two. He's a really young guy, so definitely want to say rest in peace to that stuff. All right, guys, I want to get y'all through news and nuggets. All right, news and nuggets. Let's start off real quick with showing some love to the Cleveland Cavaliers. All right, so if y'all know, recently they beat. The Brooklyn Nets twice, all right, and that's amazing. Now, last year, this was kind of brewing. I want to give a big shout out to my boy Femi when he was on the pod. He was talking about the Cavs. He's like, "Yo, they're kind of good," and everybody was kind of ripping Sex, um, Colin Sexton, saying that he had great numbers, but the team stinks. When well, that team doesn't stink. Now, with that being said, they have the number one defense in the NBA. I don't know if that's sustainable, but they have the worst offense in the NBA. But they do have improved players. All right. Um, so Sexland was the really popular name. Is um, Colin Sexton and Darius Garland. Now Darius Garland reminds me of CJ McCullough. I said this before, but a super smooth player that you cannot get to move faster than he wants to. And Colin Sexton is just this ball of fire that always plays hard and is going to go 100 no matter what. And listen, if you got those two building blocks, you can build something. Now, as you know with the boys in Portland, and we're going to talk to them next, is very important for those pieces that match around it. Now, right now, um, they're looking to trade Andre Drummond. I'm not sure if they can get a first-round pick. I know they want a bunch of value, but they're looking to trade Drummond. I'm not the biggest Seti Osmond fan. I liked him a couple years ago. He hasn't really improved very much, but he's solid. Uh, I love Larry Nance. I think he's a good hustle player that doesn't require the ball. But they got some pieces, you know? So I want to give a big shout-out to Cleveland. Now, next, I want to talk about the Portland Trailblazers. Two words, uh-oh. Okay, so C.J. McCollin has a sprained foot, right? He's out for the next four weeks. So, really, it's all coming down to one man, all right? Plus, we already know that uh, Nurkicic got a broken wrist. It's all coming down to Damian Lillard, all right? And um, I'm going to buy a little stock, and I'm also going to buy it. They're still going to make the playoffs, now, listen, they, they're running out of bodies. Uh, they're another team that needs some depth, meaning to make a couple of trades. They need wings, guards. They need everybody they can get, but I still believe that they should make the playoffs, all right? Now, real quick, man, I, I, I want this to be the pretty much main story to today's podcast. What's up, New Orleans? Okay, so recently, um, Shams and Woj reported that the New Orleans Pelicans were interested in trading. Well, I I won't say interest in trading. They're open. Excuse me. The music white words. They're open to trading Lonzo Ball and J.J. Redick. Now, Redick, I can see uh, he hasn't got a ton of minutes this year. But I want to talk about something. So before the season, you know, I kind of fell back on my Stan Van Gundy hate. I think he's an outdated coach. I think when he was at his peak, he was phenomenal. But I think he struggles with a lot of stuff today. Um, And David Griffin, who was a really good GM, I hated to pick aside and Steven Adams. Now, honestly, the first couple of games, it looked really good. But they're kind of regressing again. They don't really play defense. And, you know, Zion's not the greatest defender, so I know why you want to put another defender next to him. But I think the best thing to put next to him is a shooting big that can be really mobile, you know. Um, like I said, Zion's defense is really bad. Um, there's plays when he's engaged. There's plays when he's not uh, he's still a little too heavy for me. Definitely in better shape than he was last year. But last year, he was in non-playable shape. This year, he's in playable shape. And he's got to, you know, I won't focus on the weight as much. He just has to get a better win, you know. Um, but it, it's kind of frustrating, you know. I didn't pick him to make the playoffs, but I did pick them to be way better than they are now. And, um, th- again, the Eric Bledsoe signing. Like, you got a guy that came from Milwaukee that didn't really do anything, you bring him over to New Orleans, and what are you supposed to do there? You know, it's kind of like an off-the-ball guard. Uh, I'm not not in love with it. Um, The funny thing is, Ingram and Zion Zion, are still having great years. So it's not due to them, you know. It's a a weird kind of catch-52. But um, we'll, we'll see about that story how it goes. It's been some weird trends. Now, another trend that I've been seeing that I'm really worried about is the Washington... Wizards all right so real quick they lost yesterday 88 to 107 this was kind of the uh the point guard trade so if you remember in the summertime John Wall and Russell Westbrook were traded for each other basically got the same kind of contracts and um you know John Wall said the Wizards thought he was basically done you know he said he apologized for the uh for some of the things he did, he wasn't always at his best and most professional, but he said they looked at him, they saw him all summer, and they didn't think he could play anymore, and he said that was his motivation. And so far, it is looking like he might be right as far as who is the better player. Now, listen, I'm still going to shoot Westbrook some bail. Um, I know he's playing bad. <laughs> uh, a stat came out the other night. He's got 163 shots, 163 points on 163 shots. I think it's way more points than that. But basically, he's not, he's not shooting a high percentage, all right? 7-17 um, from the field, 1-4 of from the 3, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. D- didn't look great, though. Uh, Bradley Beal, 33 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. And not much from anybody else. Robin Lopez got 10, and nobody else got double digits. As far as Houston, John Wall, 24 points. Victor Oladipo, 20 points. DeMarcus Cousins with the throwback game, nineteen and 11, four out of eight from the three-point line. Good for DeMarcus. Eric Gordon had twenty off the bench, but um, the biggest story um moving forward is will Bradley Beal request a trade? So um, after the game, once the game got towards the end and became a blowout, you seen Bradley Beal on the sideline looking extremely disgruntled. To his credit, he has not requested a trade. He has not asked anybody for a trade. He has not said anything about a trade. He did say we need to be better and be competitive. But if your NBA teams, uh, including Miami, Philadelphia, you know, uh, whoever, you know, this this is the next best player available. Also, not that it matters, but the Chicago Bulls didn't put out an official statement, but they're basically GM saying they are not looking to trade Zach Levine. Now Chicago's been up and down this season. Um they're not the most consistent team. They got talent, you know. I I like Chicago, but they need to do a little bit more. So, hold on. Give me one second, y'all. I'm going to give y'all a little bit of stats. Now the Chicago Bulls are 7 and 9, okay? And they are the definition of inconsistent. Um you know, they 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 have these great games that get blown out by some elite teams. They got killed by the Lakers the other night. But uh, we'll see. I'm rooting against Chicago. Uh, I'm rooting against everybody that has a star player. Now, I want to talk about some buyout candidates real quick. All right, now, what is a buyout candidate? A buyout candidate is a player that's not really, I won't say not really producing, but his team doesn't really need him as they thought before the season. He becomes available, all right? Now, I just want to throw some names at y'all, all right? Dante Exum is a guard for the Houston Rockets. Um, They're expected not to let him go. He's a really good defender. He can go downhill. He can never stay healthy. This guy was a top five draft pick from Australia. Uh, Really good friends with Ben Simmons. But it's a name to remember out there, all right? Let's give you all some more. Hashtag know your role player. Garrett Temple. Okay. This is one of the bigger names, okay? Now, let's say he gets waived. I think the Lakers would be quick to scoop him up. 37% a uh, career three-point sh- shooter, uh, 39% of his three-point shots he made this year. Uh, Been on a lot of different teams, super solid veteran, Uh, incredible locker presence, great guy. You don't have to worry about him. He's a guy you can trust in your locker room, which is becoming more and more important. All right, let's, let's keep rolling with some of these names. Derek Rose. I'm going <laughs> to say no, okay, and I know people are going to hate me for this, I watch a lot of Pistons games. Don't ask me why. Uh, I like to watch Jeremy Grant. Derek Rose doesn't look great. He can put up some numbers. and He has his moments. But uh, be honest with you, he's pretty bad on defense. Uh, he's pretty limited. He's only going to really hit the pull-up mid-range shot. I wouldn't do it. Now, again, for a team like the Clippers or maybe the Lakers as far as depth, I think he could help. I don't think you can depend on him to start at this point of his career I think Detroit has him on a minute's limit on the 25 minutes a season. So we'll see. All right. Darius Miller, a wing for the Oklahoma City Thunder. All right. What do y'all think about that name? Again, career 38 point, 38% three-point shooter. Um, He doesn't play a lot, but he always had a good shot. He's about 6'6", but he's got super long arms. But a really good option to get for a team like Brooklyn, Philadelphia, maybe Milwaukee. So we'll see about that. Now, this is a guy that's been available for a long time and nobody gets him. Wayne Ellington, been on a ton of teams. He is a legit shooter, all right? This guy, I don't care where he goes to, um, he's a, a legit shooter, good veteran player. I think the best fits fits with him would be either Philadelphia, Brooklyn, or L.A. Uh, or a lot of different teams. You know, Milwaukee, let's throw Milwaukee in there. Again, really solid shooter. Does not need the ball. Catch and shoot with the best of them. I like him. Trevor Ariza, all right? We haven't really seen Trevor Ariza, and we haven't seen him before uh, the suspension last season, all right? And he's been traded a bunch of times. Now, if he does come back to season, which he hasn't came back yet, there'll be plenty of teams that's looking to uh, acquire him. Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Miami, Boston all makes sense, so we'll see, all right? But let's put another name out there, Trevor Ariza, all right? Jabari Parker, one of my favorite draft prospects, I still say to this day, if he never got hurt, that he would be better than Andrew Wiggins. Um, I don't care if y'all get mad at me about that. Jabari Parker has had two ACL surgeries, three knee surgeries, and has lost a lot of athleticism. He has bulked up a lot before he was a. You would say he was a power forward even before, but he could play the small forward. He's a one hundred percent power forward and maybe a small ball center, you know. Um not the same athlete as he was, really struggles on defense, but not the worst player. Like I said, for a backup power forward, um maybe Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, I like him. You know, Otto Porter, super hot name. Again, this comes back down to if the Chicago Bulls are going to contend this year. Alright. If they're not going to contend, Zach Levine Otto Porter. There's plenty of guys on. Oh, my goodness. Denzel Valentine. There's plenty of guys on that Chicago team that uh, some teams would love to get uh, their hands on, especially Otto Porter. All right. Let's think about Miami. Um, they could use another wing after losing some players from last year. Brooklyn, Boston. You know, so Otto Porter would be a really hot name. Cristiano Felicio, another one. I think he stinks. He's an expiring, expiring contract. I don't think he's good. I've seen this guy play a lot. I don't think he's good. Somebody will take him, but I don't think he's that good. Uh, Ed Davis from the Minnesota Timberwolves. A very good rebounding and defending center. You cannot ask him for uh, offense. But if you need defensive rebounder, he's a good backup center. Mike Muscala. All right, power forward shooting 6'10 from Oklahoma. Um, Really good three-point shot. Great pick-and-pop player. Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Boston would be good fits for him. DeMarcus Cousins. Now, think again. If Houston tanks and things don't work out well in Houston, you might see them either buy out a guy like DeMarcus or maybe trade him away from a second-round pick. Uh, Brooklyn would be an obvious choice, obviously, if you need. I'm going to throw Philadelphia in there. All right, I got a sneaky little hot take I got with Philly. I'm going to just throw out there, and I can be dead wrong. I don't know if Dwight Howard is going to be our center by the end of the season. Now, it's been good, but... Yo, when he's bad, it it looks awful. Like, we had Tony Bradley playing in the other night, and we're going to get to the Sixers after I read off a couple more names. Let me finish this first, man. Uh, JaVale McGee, super hot name. All right, as you know, uh, Brooklyn is wanting JaVale McGee bad. Uh, Definitely should be available for a second-round pick, maybe. Robin Lopez, I'm not the biggest fan of. I don't know if there's much less, but good. Again, as a backup big man, he'll be fine. Cody Zeller. I really do like Cody Zeller. Um, Always got hurt in Charlotte, but super good pick-and-roll player, good defensive player, good uh lob catcher as far as pick-and-rolls, dunking to the rim. I like Cody Zeller. Maybe Boston is a sneaky team for him. And Andre Drummond. Uh, definitely Cleveland is going to hold up for a first-round pick, so we'll see about that. Now I want to talk about the Philadelphia 76ers real quick. Now, they have a massive game versus the Los Angeles Lakers tonight. And this is going to be our segment into tonight's games. But real quick, y'all. The Sixers absolutely stink without Embiid. They are determined to make him the MVP. Now, listen, I know they're not going to beat a lot of teams without him. But, dog, Detroit stinks, all right? Blake Griffin did nothing that entire game but heck, people. They didn't call no fouls. Now, listen, with that being said, I'm not going to cry about it. Ben Simmons, the second game in a row, you get in super foul trouble. You were extra thirsty going to the rim. Yo, so listen, this is the Ben defense. Play him going to the rim. When he jumps in the air, try to find a closer shooter. You can intercept the ball. He will not shoot, all right? Now, if you're a betting man, um, I think they had like, on DraftKings, plus 1,200 for Ben Simmons to make a three. Whenever somebody does that, he'll get good. He he took a three. He took two threes, and he airballed both of them each in the last two games. So one three. He airballed both of the threes taken. Um, It's getting really repetitive with him as far as three-pointers. Now, we got some games on tonight, so let's jump right into them, all right? Um, As I said before, the biggest game on tonight is the Sixers, but let's jump into other games. 7 o'clock, we have the Indiana Pacers have, is favored by 2.5 points versus Charlotte. I'm going to go with Indiana. The Cleveland Cavaliers are favored by 2 points versus the Pistons. I got an upset here. I'm going to take the Pistons to win that game and cover that spread. The Magic are home versus the Kings. I like the Kings here. Orlando has to win by one. I like the Kings. The Hawks are home playing Brooklyn. Nets. Brooklyn is favored by five and a half. I think I like the Hawks to cover that five and a half, but I like Brooklyn to win. The Nuggets play the Heat. Denver has to win by six and a half. The Heat's still missing a ton of players. I like Denver. The Sixers and Lakers, okay, so this is kind of weird. So Right now, it's a four-point spread. Um, it moved to eight earlier in the day. It moved back down to four. We still don't have no official word on whether uh, LeBron or Anthony Davis is playing, but right now the Lakers are favored by four. I want the Sixers to win this game, but I got a bad feeling the Lakers might show up and try to Try to honestly kinda try to embarrass the Sixers a little bit. The Raptors are home, well fake home, versus the Milwaukee Bucks, and they Milwaukee is favored by seven. I like Milwaukee to win that game convincingly. Boston is on the road playing San Antonio. Boston is favored by four and a half on the road. I want to pick the Spurs, but they don't have enough good big men. So I'm gonna take Boston to cover that four and a half. Wizards and Pelicans. The Pelicans are favored by eight points on the road. I like the Wizards to cover the spread. I like the Pelicans to win the game. All right. Thunder Suns, Phoenix. Is favored by seven and a half versus OKC. I like OKC to cover the seven and a half. I like Phoenix to win the game. Utah is home versus Dallas. Dallas is plus two and a half. I like Dallas to win the game straight up and to cover the two and a half. The Timberwolves and Warriors, Golden State is favored to win by eight and a half. I love Golden State here. They just beat this team convincingly. I think they might blow them out tonight. Take Golden State, all right? All right, guys. We're going to keep this podcast short and brief. Now, listen, I'm still running around. I'm in the process of moving soon, so... It's tough to get pods in. No excuse, though. We're always going to get our two pods in a week. So we're definitely going to do a Saturday podcast. We're going to move the Friday podcast to Saturday. and we're going to get that a little bit longer on where I can explain some things in detail, what I like and what I don't like. All right. As always, thank you for all your support. It does not go unnoticed. Like, share, subscribe. Oh, 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 oh. And if you're looking for some seasoning, right? I want you to hit up my man, chefmeta.com. Now, let's say you don't can't pronounce that name. You might not remember. I'm going to do you one better, all right? J sounds, excuse me, J215 forever. You go to my Instagram page, write my story. The link will be in there, all right? Support black businesses all 2021. I thank y'all for all the support and love. Peace.